Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. This sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 40 on page 390 I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my calling. He brought me also out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay, and set my feet upon the rock, and ordered my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even a thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that hath set his hope in the Lord, and turn not unto the proud, and to such as go about with lies. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done, like as be also thy thoughts, which are to usward. And yet there is no man that ordereth them unto thee. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sacrifice for sin hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I should fulfill thy will, O my God. I am content to do it, yea, thy law is within my heart. I have declared thy righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I will not refrain my lips, O Lord, in that thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. My talk hath been of thy truth, and of thy salvation. I have not kept back thy loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not thou thy mercy from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles are come about me. My sins have taken such hold upon me that I am not able to look up. Yea, they are more number than the hairs of my head, and my heart hath failed me. O Lord, let it be thy pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. 
Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to rebuke that wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame that say unto me, Fie upon thee, fie upon thee. Let all those that seek thee be joyful and glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord careth for me. Thou art my helper and redeemer. Make no long tearing, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-third verse of the twenty-fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places? So I shall not see him, says the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream, and he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, says the Lord, who steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophet, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say, He says, Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their recklessness. Yet I did not send them or command them. Therefore they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. Here ended the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth verse of the fifth chapter of the book of Second Corinthians. Now he who has prepared for us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, 
knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather that to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we all, but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. For we do not commend ourselves against you, but give you opportunity to boast on our behalf, that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God, or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died, and he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which had been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, put into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, Grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries make likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world, we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we have cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen morning to all. Today is another of the Advent Ember Days. They're Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of, the, of this week of Advent. And again, they occur in Advent, Lent, after Pentecost, and mid-Trinity season. These days focus on, <clears throat> in our tradition, on, on prayer for vocations. But as I mentioned on Wednesday, historically, in, in their origin, they were times of renewal for the whole church. And we made the point that um, 
the corporate renewal of the body is the thing that fosters vocations because the the vibrant spiritual life of the whole body is what moves some people to want to serve in particular ways. Our lessons today um, from Jeremiah, the, the, the complaint of God against the prophets that they're not faithfully speaking his word. They're, they say have a dream. They're, they're, they're saying what they want to say, or, or probably more likely they're saying what the people want to hear because when you're a pro, when you are teaching and you tell people what they want to hear, they like you and they're happy with you and they, they tell you how great you are. Um, and so God is not happy with this because he sees that he's, if you have, if, if God sends prophets, they're supposed to tell people God's word. And if they don't do that, they're sort of stealing from the people what, what they're, they, they're, they're, they're supposed to give, which is the truth that will allow them to see what God wants, allow them to examine their lives and repent. And, and so, um, and we should remember that you know Jeremiah is a, is a book in the Bible, but um, Jeremiah was enormously unpopular in his time. He um, because he was prophesying uh, when the Babylonians were threatening uh, the southern kingdom, and up until the time of the siege, which ended up with the destruction of the first temple. And Jeremiah was telling the people that that God tells you you should surrender to the Babylonians. You're, you've been disobedient, and you're going to be subject to them for a while. And nobody wanted to hear Jeremiah say that, but that's actually what God was saying. They wanted to hear the people who were saying, the prophets were saying, yeah, we're going to overthrow the Babylonians, and God's going to break their yoke. And and Jeremiah said, okay, well, good luck with that, and end up with a complete leveling of the, of the temple. Jeremiah is in a prophetic book of the Bible because what he said came true. He, he wasn't, nobody bought his book when he was alive because he was unpopular. And that's kind of the prophets are proven by the fact that what they say comes true. And so it, it's, it's, a, it's a note in our time that um, there's a, in, in, in our world, there's a lot of religious teaching that is oriented towards pe what people want to hear that confirms their existing prejudices, that makes them feel good about what they're doing. And it's like, this is God's w will for me. But if it's not rooted in what the scriptures actually say, what God actually says in his word, they're just like the false prophets of, that, that God is, is criticizing through Jeremiah. And this is why it's so important to stay rooted in the scriptures and the actual narrative of the scriptures. And it's why, you know, what we do at the offices, reading through them and having our lives rooted in that story and discerning what God is actually saying from sort of the popular drift of things which is what people want to hear. And we get to the New Testament lesson, you know, there's a lot in this passage, um, but it talks about, about um, um, judgment. It says, we'll all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. We should be clear that um, this is different than the judgment that will determine whether people are, you know, uh, with God forever or, or not. Um, if you look in, say, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, you'll see this throne where Jesus sits on his throne and separates the nations one from another, sheep and goats. This is not that judgment. This is the judgment of believers who appear before Christ to be rewarded for their labor in him. And so we remember that, and this is, this is what the whole idea of a fruitful life is about, that 
we come to Christ, we're baptized into him, we put our faith in him. And so there's this life in us. And as we live this life for prayer faithfully, it produces fruit. And when we appear before Christ, then he will, he will, that will be recognized and the temporal fruit produced in the spirit in this life becomes an eternal reward. It earns something eternally. This is the labor in the kingdom in the spirit. At the beginning of this passage, he says we've been given the first fruits of the spirit. The spirit is a guarantee. As we work in the spirit, that, that work is fruitful. And, and that's what will be revealed. Conversely, those who have lived in Christ, but if not have lived kind of disobediently or not attentive to what God is calling them to do, will still, in a sense, be saved, but they'll be revealed, no, you didn't live life in the spirit. You didn't sow spiritual things, and, you, and therefore there's no reward for that for you. And that's the, the judgments that we're talking about here, not salvation or damnation, but just the, the, the natural reward for faithfulness in, in life in, in, in this. And so I, to connect the two lessons, you know, we don't have to see this. The judgment is not an entirely future thing will appear and, oh, no, what's going to happen? We come to Christ all the time, every day through his word. And when we hear the word of God and receive the actual word and order our lives in accordance to what God tells us, what we hear in the word and and live out that um, and produce the fruit of that, then we're already appearing before the judgment seat of Christ. We're already living in him and what is revealed that the last day will be just the fuller realization expression of what we already experience. And so in Advent, this is, you know, a focus of Advent repentance in light of these lessons is, you know, listening to the word of God, reordering our lives that way and living fully in him um, so that we're listening to Christ now. And then, you know, when he appears, it will just be the fulfillment of what we are already living and knowing. And so to the extent that that's, you know, needs to be adjusted. That's a good focus for our our end of Advent consideration. A few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
We, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.